What is up, all you beautiful Pokey Noob and Pokemon fans? I'm your host, Keegan, or Pokey Noob, here with my lovely co-host as always, Jill. Hello. And we are the Pokey Noob Podcast. We have an exciting episode laid out for you guys today, as every week we do, you know. But uh, we have some crazy stuff going on for Pokey News of the Week. It kind of goes back to near the beginning of this podcast, uh, the... Um, base set booster box uh, talk, sort of say. But uh, then we have On the Hunt. Jill's got something sweet there. TCG talk today. We're going to be talking about some more promo cards that have been leaked for battle styles and some other stuff. And then... Who's it going to be? And uh, the rest after that, after the break. Before we roll right into Poke News of the Week, Jill, how was your week? You doing okay? Yeah, um... It's pretty good week. Uh, I know we're going to get into the uh, one of the things that we're talking about, which is a, a break uh, that TN Comics did, and the, that was pretty exciting. Some oh, yeah. fun stuff went down. I didn't We uh, saw something anything. crazy. Yeah, from Barry. <laughs> something <laughs> I've never seen live before, so uh, that yeah. was really cool. That was my first time uh, tuning into that, and... So yeah, yeah, the uh, the card we saw pulled on the break was something our eyes have never laid on before. So we will be talking about that later. That's definitely something really exciting. But um, anyways, we're going to get right into the Poke News of the Week. And for this week, it is another box of Pokemon TCG Booster Packs sells for $400,000 at an auction. And by TCG Booster Packs, they mean a base set booster box. So I got this article off of IGN, and it was by Joseph Knoop. hope I'm saying that right. It might be Noop Knoop. But an original Pokemon trading card game booster box has sold in an auction for a record-breaking $408,000. Now, we've talked about some booster boxes, base set booster boxes being sold before. I think when the Dumb Live Money did it, it was around 350k, 375k, something like that. So we can obviously tell that the prices are still going up. You know, this is still something that people are trying to invest in if they have the money. But, you know, obviously we can see that, you know, from near the start of this podcast, it's almost gone over, you know, $50,000. So. That's nuts, but the shrink-wrapped booster box, a first edition base set from the original 1999 launch, sold at a Heritage Auctions in Dallas, Texas this past Thursday. The box includes 102 base set cards, including the similarly rare original Charizard, copies of which have recently sold anywhere between 150000 to 220000 That's just saying the possibilities of pulling that card out of this box. But um, the first edition base set is increasingly rare due to this limited printing. Obviously, you know, there's not as many as there was back then. You know, first edition booster boxes are extremely rare. You know, if, if you were to make that kind of a purchase, you know, obviously it would be a smart one in my opinion because I think this price is just going to keep shooting higher and higher. And even if you pull some of the rare cards from this set, you know, I feel like you can profit way more off the box than you purchase for it but obviously you know you got to have that money to purchase for it first but uh this box contained 36 booster packs as we know each of them having 11 cards for a grand total of 396 cards and 
which are hopefully likely to be mint condition thanks to the shrink wrap. Um, so Heritage Auctions also auctioned off a total of 16 Pokemon-related lots during its four-day comics and comic art auction, which runs through Sunday, it says. But Heritage Auctions has garnered a total of $1.3 just from selling these Pokemon cards at their auctions. So you can tell that even they're realizing, you know, this is a big business here. But uh, if for any reason you want to buy this booster box, you know, if you have that kind of money, it says the owner who bought it at the auction is currently considering offers starting at $468,000. So obviously he needs a little bit of profit on that. Uh, you you looking to buy this box, Jill? Um, well, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not that rich um, at all. So, uh I think that's just uh, a hopes and dreams type thing to be able to Yeah, we'll leave that one to Logan Paul or Logic. Um, Heritage Auctions previously sold a similar Pokemon booster box in November last year for 360000 So I imagine that would be the Dumb Money Live booster box, probably. Or actually, no, that can't be true because that one was a fake. So I guess they just sold another box. Similarly, in the world of Pokemon TCG... We all know Rapper Logic purchased a holographic Charizard card for $220,000 late last year, and that was setting a record for the most individual Pokemon card purchase. But uh, overall, basically what we're learning from this article is that, you know, these booster box, first edition booster boxes are just still increasing in price. We just hit 408000 but obviously the owner of this box is saying now 468000 so, I mean, who knows what it'll, it'll go to after that, you know? If someone actually does make this purchase, are they going to reach it to half a million, even higher than that? Who knows? I think it's getting crazy. The prices of Pokemon cards are still going higher than what we ever expected. But, um, yeah, you got any opinions on this? What do you think about that purchase? Um, I mean, I'm not surprised at the, the price of the uh, original Booster Box First Edition is going up. I mean, we talked about it plenty of times before uh, with all of these people that are famous um, or have some sort of a following buy cards, packs, or booster boxes themselves. Um, it's making it raise the price a lot more because now their fans are like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I could make this much money off of Pokemon cards or, you know, bringing them the nostalgia of uh, having them when they were younger and thinking, oh, oh man, I used to have one of these really expensive cards and then I threw them away or my parents threw them away when we got older and whatever. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not, I'm not surprised that it's going this high. Uh, it's just a shame or, again, people that just already had a love for uh, collecting and, you know, Pokemon in general, that now it's hard for people to even buy a booster box of a set that came out a year ago. It's extremely pricey. Uh, I was looking for stuff to get Keegan for Christmas and his birthday, and I wanted to get him something um i was thinking about getting him a booster box of 
uh, a, a different things, um, even just a sword and shield base set, and it was like two hundred dollars, two two fifty for some of these things, and it's just which is know, outrageous. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, see, like I understand the first edition booster boxes being sold for this much because you know that's history. It's so long ago, but when it's you know connecting to our world of Pokemon cards, these newer cards that are coming out today, and it, you know, obviously all of them are instantly sold out before pre-order even ends. You know, they, you know, the, the prices, like you said, are raising double the price. You know, that should be near $100 if even, but the fact that it's raising to $200 now, you know, that's crazy. But um, overall, you know, seeing all these rich and famous people you know, spend all this money, it's, like, sort of a good thing, sort of a bad thing to me. I mean, like, I like how sometimes, you know, for example, how we're talking about the live break we did later, you know, some people actually make their own live breaks with these historic cards, giving people chances to actually get them. Yeah, it might be a lot of money to pay for one pack, but who knows what that could pay out as. Who knows if you pull that hollow Charizard, you know, which is nearly two hundred thousand dollars you know that could be it's it's gambling you know it's it's all a gamble <laughs> but uh yeah that was definitely an interesting article i haven't you know wanted to touch too much on base set booster boxes as we did uh before because i don't know it just seems like the same thing over and over again but the fact that this one has raised over $50,000 since we last talked about it was just something to be mentioned. I mean, just the fact that over the span of a few months, the price can raise, you know, that much. I just find it crazy. But, uh, yeah, anything you want to say before we move on? Um, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, shout out to Heritage Auctions for, you know, getting these Pokemon cards to the people. To the rich. <laughs> But uh, we're going to move on to On the Hunt this week. So what do you got for us today? So for this week, for On the Hunt, um, uh, like last week, it's not necessarily uh, just about the shop, but there is a couple products um, that I uh, see on here that I keep seeing actually on um, TikTok. <laughs> Again, I don't, I, for some reason, my algorithm's like, oh, you know, you're thinking about the podcast. Here's something cool. So, I really like uh, is these resin uh, pyramids, and I've been seeing people do a lot of different resin art. And the two that are on here, there is a uh, Gengar one and a Magikarp one, and they're just like pyramid shaped, uh, filled with resin. And they have the Pokemon in the middle of them. And they're just really cool looking. Um, the process of it, I always see videos of people making this type of stuff. And the process of it is just really interesting to me. Um, it She also does uh, different uh, Pokemon. I believe you can actually pick out which one you want. And then... She will make it for you, and you can pick your color and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, they're just cool little, again, things that you can collect and put somewhere. Um, and yeah, I, I like I said, this is 
One of my favorite new things that I keep seeing, um, there's also coasters that uh, the shop owner does of various Pokemon cards, uh, also in resin. So if you have a favorite Pokemon card that you like, um, you can, you know, use it as a coaster. And yeah, uh, the run, it runs for about, uh, the pyramid things are about $30, uh, the coasters are about 15 Yeah, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I really, I, I just, like, I've been, like I said, I've been seeing this stuff, uh, online now for a little bit, and I think it's really cool. I like the process of it, and I like that it's Pokemon related. Yeah, I mean, all this stuff is five stars out of five stars. Like, it is well-deserved. Um, these pyramids are definitely really cool. I could see a few of them stacking up on our little table back there with all the Pokemon on it. Um, if I had to pick a favorite, you know, it would probably be between this Alakazam. Or no, is that Alakazam or Kadabra? Um, it looks like... I think it's Kadabra. Yeah. But anyway, that one's really cool. It's got the cute little eyes. I like the Flareon one, and I really like the Snorlax one with the green coloring everywhere. But yeah, it seems like, you know, she's really open to working with whatever you're looking for. And then the coasters are really cool as well. You know, she has the Pokemon cards already you can choose from. But it just really, you know, makes these Pokemon cards that might not be worth as much just pop so much more. Like... This Char Char Charmander right here, the sad Charmander we all love, you know, it's just really popping with that resin, the red sparkly resin all around it. And come on, we all know there's those people who put their drinks next to, next to their Pokemon cards on accident and they might get a little wet. So, you know, you get a coaster with a Pokemon card on it. It reminds you, don't get those Pokemon cards wet. Put your drink on here. So, yeah, I really like this stuff. You know, I like when people take things to the next level when it comes to Pokemon cards and just giving them an extra pizzazz something to look at but uh yeah shout out to Pixel Kitten Crafts this is really cool stuff make sure to check her out on Etsy it's fairly priced too I think the $15 for the coasters is definitely fair and the $30 for the pyramids which probably takes a fair bit amount of time to make you know that's definitely a fair price as well so, yeah, definitely check these out. I think everyone would appreciate having these, you know, decorating their rooms up. It's a good find today. So now we're going to move right into TCG talk for this week. And as we spoke of a little bit earlier, uh, for this week, we will talk about how our qualifier went for the team challenge. Sadly, we're still doing them, and neither me or Jill have made it on the team yet. But we have one more chance for one of us to make it on the team. That would be really cool, you know, just to be able to face other stores around ours and, you know, take them on. Uh, this week, I did better than I thought I would. It, there wasn't as many people. I think there was like eight or nine people, so we weren't able to have a top cut. But um, I made it like third place, I believe, this time. I switched up. I told you guys either last week or the week before I was going to use the Pika-Rom Mewtwo. Mewtwo and Mew setup, and it definitely worked a lot better for me than ADP has been doing, so hopefully, you know, this last qualifier, we can bring it in and get a spot on that team, and if I don't, hopefully Jill does. So what do you think about the qualifier? 
Anything you remember? Um, yeah, it wasn't that uh, memorable to me. Just because, like Keegan said, it was very short. Um, I don't even know what place I got. I think I won one or two times. Um, we were only, then since there was only eight of us, we've only had three, uh, tries to get at it. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I just, like I said, I can't think of anything that really stuck out to me. Though, uh, me and Keegan did get to go against each other for the first time, so that was pretty cool. Even though we play against each other all the time, it was still fun to be able to, you know, do it in a more competitive uh, aspect. Yeah, and I was nervous because, you know, Jill's beat me before, but, you know, uh, Pico Ram and I had to lay down the law. You know, we had to shoot her with some of that electricity, and we got the win. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully, I think the next one is the 30th. You know, hopefully we have some better luck on that one, and one of us places on the team. But uh, speaking of, uh, you know, TCG tournaments, uh, I believe on the 26th of January, people are going to be starting to get their keys for the Players' Cup 3. So make sure to look forward to that if you guys have it set up. I think it's a little too late if you haven't, um, you know, set up your uh, Pokemon Play account with your PTCGO account and logged onto there. But if you did all that, you know, you're all set and you'll be getting your keys soon. So good luck to everybody who does that. You know, I, I wish you all the best. I hope we all make it out and qualify and, you know, see each other at the Players' Cup. <laughs> but uh, enough with the TCG tournaments. Another thing that went on this week for us is we uh, had a little bit of a live break. And uh, if you guys are familiar with TN Comics, I've talked about them before. Uh, one of the owners from it, Wiz, was hosting a live break, and uh, we got some cool stuff. I remember, actually, we just got the package today. We got a, we got two Eldegoss Vs, a Japanese Rillaboom VMAX, and we got probably my favorite card out of all of those, uh, one of the new shiny Colossals from Shiny Star V. Not one of the big picture ones, but, you know, one of the smaller shinies. And I don't have any of those yet, so it definitely was exciting for me. But uh, some other cards were opened by other people. And if you guys aren't familiar with a live break, it's when one person you know, has a bunch of packs that are uh, being sold, and he opens them on a live stream. And whatever you, uh, for your packs, whatever you open, you know, they get sent to you in the mail. But uh, we stayed tuned and watched some more people open up their cards and... Jill, you want to explain what we saw that night? It so, felt like we were in the presence of a god. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so funny because we were about to get off. Um, because we watched quite a bit after, because Keegan was the first person to get open. Uh, get his packs open, but we still continue to watch just because you know it. I love watching Pokemon cards getting open, and I love opening them. So it's like you know a. a can't help a very it. fun yeah it's a very fun thing and we're about to get off uh well before that a person uh got a bunch of i believe it was was a vivid voltage um no he got a bunch of champions path champions path okay i'm sorry uh yeah a bunch of champions path and said hey i just need a charizard 
So if it's not a Charizard, just give it to whoever. Uh, so they were given out to uh, people that were watching the stream. Yeah, and shout out to that guy again before you go on. Um, I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but I know his name in the Discord is Scott and Cinderquill. Cinderquill. And, you know, it was just very generous of what he was doing. You know, he's just out there hunting for his Charizards. And he said, you know, these packs that he paid for, if, you know, there's no Charizard, just throw them in someone else's boxes. Let them get delivered to someone else's way. So that, you know, that's awesome of him to <laughs> that's do. That's very I nice. I think I actually got another Eldegoss V out of that because we only pulled one. And they pulled yeah. another, so it went in my box. So thank you for that. But I uh, believe with that, uh, there was a pool of... Um... A rainbow rare uh, trainer. I forget who it was. It was Kabu. Okay, it was a ca- rainbow rare. And that was ended up given away to uh, somebody that was watching the show. And then afterwards, uh, somebody else was uh, getting some shiny star V open. And not to mention, this was this kid's first pack of shiny star V ever. So he ever. even asked to keep the pack art because it was so special to him. And... Lo and behold, the shiny VMAX Charizard. Japanese, too. Gets pulled. And I was nervous. And not even nervous. I was just, like, heart racing. And it wasn't even for me. <laughs> like, I know. It was... And nothing ugh. to do. It was just so crazy to watch that getting pulled live. Yeah, I've never seen a card like that. We don't have any shiny Charizards or anything like that, but... The fact that we even saw it getting opened by someone else was just like, whew, exhilarating. Like, my heart was beating. But the one thing triggers me a little bit, but not really. I mean, you know, it was the kid's first Charizard, first pack of Shiny Star V, so he deserved it. But we also got a pack of Shiny Star V, and uh, Wiz asked us to pick a number 1 through 10 for which pack to get. And I'm thinking seven but then jill at the last second calls number three and i already had seven in my mind so i threw seven i down. don't think it was three though that got pulled it wasn't, it wasn't three. three no it was like one of, it was like ten it was like nine. either way ten. we still had a one in ten one in ten chance of getting that charizard v max and imagine if we did though gosh like i don't know just to see that card in your hands I don't even. I think I'd pass out or something. But uh, yeah, that's uh the main thing we really wanted to talk about from the break. You know, just being able to witness a shiny Charizard V Max. Not even just the V. It was the V Max. So got that Gigantamax power. But uh, yeah, that was really exciting. But uh, the last thing we wanted to mention for TCG Talk today is um oh actually, I made some pre-orders before we get into the last thing uh i was lucky enough to get some really good deals on them and sadly i don't think anybody's going to be able to get this but uh yeah my buddy Wiz, uh he got me i have a box of battle styles on the way well not on the way but it's pre-ordered so it will be on the way eventually so we're going to have lots of battle styles to open up on the show and then we were also able to pre-order a four pack of the mad party which is uh those new three pack pin packs that are dropping with uh, Shining Fates 
and we got all four of them. So we're going to have all four Mad Party pins, all of those cool Mad Party promos. And then last but not least, of course, we got the EVV Max Shining Fates Elite Trainer Box. So I think that comes with 10 packs. So we're going to have like 20 packs of Shining Fates, 36 packs of Battle Styles, and we're going to be set for this show. Lots of cool stuff's going to be opened. And yeah, that's definitely going to be exciting for sure. But uh, yeah, lastly for TCG Talk today, there were some more promo cards that were leaked, I should say, for Battle Styles. And we just wanted to talk about them, give a little brief opinion about the art and the card of each one. So uh, we'll go one by one. You want to start off with the first one here? Sure thing. Um, to start off, uh, it's a Umbreon card. Uh, I believe you're right. This is a promo. Um, the moves are pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty basic to me. Uh, the first one is blind side. This attack does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. There's any damage counters on it. I've seen, you know, we've seen other cards, uh, have a similar ability. And then the next move for one dark energy into colorless. Moon Mirage, 80 damage, and then your uh, opponent's active Pokemon is not confused. Again, nothing too crazy for a 110 health Pokemon. I, I do like the art, though. Yeah, what would you say about this artwork? Oh, I love how you can zoom in so well. Yeah, that it, I like that, too. Yeah, it's, I, I really like it. It's uh, Umbreon under the moonlight. Uh, looks like... It's placed at a beach, and its feet are kicking up the water. So detailed. Yeah, I, 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 I really, I actually really like this art. It might be my favorite out of all of these. But yeah, I uh, really enjoy him kicking up the water. You know, he's got the city lights out in the background across the water. The moonlight's looking good, all the stars. Uh, speaking of Umbreon, I was at GameStop earlier getting some packs for the show. And I almost picked up one of those Eevee and Friends, um, you know, how they have all the evolutions and they have the little figures that you put together. Oh, and it's yeah. it's like Eevee and Friends. They had the Umbreon one and I was tempted to get it, but I didn't want to just because I didn't have any of the other ones. But eventually I might start collecting those because they're actually really cool once you get them all together. But uh, yeah, I really like this uh, Umbreon card here. Uh, obviously the moves aren't really all that because it is a promo card. I feel like with promo cards, you know, they're specific from the box they came from and people are usually collecting them for, you know, that reason or the art. But anyway, we're moving on to Eevee and this is a colorless, uh, 60 health promo basic. Uh, first move is one colorless. It's called prepare, uh, attach a basic energy card from your hand to this Pokemon. So, you know, that's not awful uh depending on what you can evolve into from your eevee you know it could get some good energy acceleration for that uh its second move is three colorless for 30 damage obviously you know <laughs> that's a lot of energy for 30 damage but if you had that uh oh wait i don't think triple acceleration energy would even work on this because it's a basic but yeah not so much going on with the attacks here besides that energy acceleration i really enjoy the artwork on this one too it's also Eevee at a beach, but maybe this is the Eevee that evolved into that Umbreon. Yeah, but, uh, I'm thinking uh, with that one move, like you were saying, would be really helpful the prepare where you attach a basic energy. True. It would be helpful if you had the Umbreon card with it. 
Yeah, you can get that confusion attack off. That's always helpful. But uh, another thing with these promo cards is they all have um, this like emblem on them to the right. It says Pokemon Card Gym. Now, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but it says that these are upcoming Japanese gym promos. So, I guess they might be doing some gym boxes or something, but... Um, anyway, uh, you want to give an opinion about this Eevee Arp? Um, you know, like you said, it's another Eevee... Uh, well, the regular Eevee at the uh, beach, so... Like I said, it, it goes along really well with the with its uh evolution of Umbreon. Yeah, and I like the little twinkly stars on the side, and his eyes are just glowing. I like that. All right, you want to move on to the next one here? Yes. So this one's next, pretty exciting. This next card is a Do uh, Do Rio V. Um, it's a common uh Pokemon. So its first move for one colorless is uh, energy is relentless, and it says during your next turn, this Pokemon attacks deal 80 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. Okay. So with that, you can also do the three colorless move, which is Rampaging Drill, and it does 160 damage. But the Pokemon does 30 damage to itself, so then the next move, uh, you can do about, what, 220 damage with this, uh... Yeah. No, 240. 240 with this Pokemon, so... That's nuts. That's, that's pretty crazy for a V-card being able to do, uh, 240. And not to mention, this is going to be one of those newer Rapid Strike Pokemon, so, um... I know that they have the Rapid Strike Energy coming out, so you'll be able to place that onto this guy as well, which I think gives them two energy. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back into that. We talked about it last episode, but yeah, I really like this Pokemon. It looks like it could have some great potential here. I'm, un I'm not used to seeing normal Pokemon weak to lightning, so that's kind of interesting. And then... You know, the artwork, it looks like it's kind of straight out of a video game or, like, Pokemon Go or something. Yeah, I'm not too... I don't care too much about this artwork. It looks, like, very 3D. Yeah, I like when and they like you draw. Said, you, and... uh, it, it looks like you just went on Pokemon Go, found a Do, uh, a Do Rio, and just screen, screenshot it and uh, <laughs> that's slapped it on a card. Yeah, I mean... Sometimes the CGI ones look alright, but this one's... It could be better. No offense, Pokemon. Or whoever. No offense to Illustrator 5 Band Graphics. <laughs> alright, so going into the next guy here. Uh, Galarian Mr. Mime. He's got 80 health. A basic uh, first move is 1 water for 10 damage. It's pound. And then for two colorless, you have Find, which is search your deck for an item card, reveal it, and put it in your hand. Then shuffle your deck. He is weak to metal, has no resistance, and a retreat cost of one. So, um, not too much going on here. I like the second move where you get to search for an item card. You know, that could always be helpful. But uh, the main reason I'm digging this card is his artwork. <laughs> He's just like in the middle of a valley, just sassing whatever Pokemon he's going against, maybe. 
but he, yeah, he looks kind of almost like he's kind of angry. angry. Yeah, <laughs> looks like he's ready to pound someone up with that ten damage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like the artwork on this. I would collect it for that reason. You got anything else to say about this guy? Um, it does say uh, that it is a reprint from Rapid Strike Master. Yeah, I saw artwork. that. So I guess the moves are all the same, just they changed up the artwork for the promo. Yeah, and so I guess that's just the... So that's the Japanese set, because they're doing Single Strike and Rapid Strike, two sets. So I guess, I mean, I guess he'll be in Battle Styles. As, as probably just like a promo in some other box. Whatever this gym, gym promos are going to be. Well, I guess we'll have to find that out. But it says here with the next one that this uh, T-Pig here will be in the next uh, Spring 21, 2021 collector's chest. So you want to give a little brief description of this guy? Yeah, um, it's again nothing too special. It does a two colorless move ram for twenty damage, a two fire and one colorless move colorless move uh, combustion for fifty damage. Um, it is a single strike Pokemon, and it has uh eighty hit points, and the art is really cute. Uh, the little T pig is sitting like right by a log, and then the um. Oh gosh, the evolution. Yeah, I forget for... his name. Why can't I think? I know because it's so sad because I have used this card uh, making a deck before. Yeah. Uh, evolution of it. Um... There's Pig Knight and M Boar. I think that's Pig Knight. Yeah, it's Pig Knight. Yes. So he's sitting in a uh, in front of a log, and there's a Pig Knight lying behind him, looking like he's taking a nap. Yeah, that's probably my second favorite artwork out of all of this. Uh, first would be the Embryon. Yeah, I would agree. They're doing good jobs with the artwork, I think, with these promos. I like the looks of them. And uh, rolling into our next one is a very happy Cherry. Uh, Cheruby. He's 50 health, basic Pokemon. One grass is leafage for 10 damage. Uh, he's weak to fire, has no resistance, and a retreat cost of one. But, I mean, uh, not much to say about this guy besides he's just a cute little cherry. And he's got a sleepy cherry hanging on the side. So, uh, yeah, he just looks happy frolicking through the trees and the grass and having a good time being a cherry. Very true. Um, I like I, I like just the Pokemon Cherry Bee anyways. Cherry Bee, sorry. Yeah, um, but I think this is pretty basic. Yeah, definitely kind of basic, but it's cute. I could see maybe if this was like a hollow, I would get it as like a promo. But uh, yeah, you know it's all right. Uh, it reminds me of when I used to play expanded. Uh, I had a grass deck, and this guy evolved into Cherum, but Cherum made all my Pokemon have no weakness or something like that. So all my grass would fight well against fire. But uh, last but not least, we have Honey, which is a supporter trainer. You can draw a card for each Pokemon V on your opponent's bench. 
And that alone sounds pretty decent because of all the V cards that people like to play. But um, yeah, I could see this supporter having some potential. I could see it being used in a lot of decks because of that reason. Uh, anything you want to say about it? Uh, there's also the four full art promo that uh, apparently came out of Honey. If you click on that bottom link. Oh, is that her name? Because I was looking at... Oh no, it's that's a different girl. Because remember the one we were looking at yesterday? There's this one, yeah. too. Yep, that's the one I was talking about. Which I, I like it. I love the full art. I love full art trainers. She's not as basic looking as most of them. But um, speaking of full art trainers, we actually, before the uh, podcast, pulled a full art Oleana, Olina, however you say it. So that was exciting. Because the full art supporters are actually raising high in price recently. If you check out TCG Player, and just look at the full art supporters. They're up there, some of them. But uh, yeah, that was uh, the cards that we found. Uh, these promos that are supposedly going to be released in Japan. Hopefully America too. But uh, yeah, anything else you want to say before we move on? Mm, I'm good. Alright, so now we're going to roll into... Who's it going to be? And for this week, uh, we were both set out to find a Sir Fetched card. But the problem was the Surfetched actually only has one card, and we didn't realize this beforehand. Well, um, normal Yeah, one of the normal cards. It has a V card, obviously, uh, if you don't know about that one. I think it was a Champion's Path card. But uh, we could talk about this uh, Surfetched real quick, uh, just since it was the only card that we could talk about. Uh, so it has 130 health. It's a stage one, obviously, evolving from Galarian Farfetch'd. Um, its first move is one fighting energy, Pierce, for 40 damage. And then it has Meteor Assault for 180 damage, one fighting energy, and two colorless. But then it's not allowed to use that move again until it leaves the active spot. Now this Pokemon, you know, it's not bad. I know it's in the theme deck for Galarian Surfetch'd, and it, you know... It, it fights pretty well with that 180 damage, but I think, you know, the artwork is looking pretty banger. You know, he's stabbing the what looks like the cameraman with his giant leak sword. But uh, overall, yeah, I, I dig this Galarian Surfetched card. I've used it in the theme deck, and it, it's not a bad card. But uh, anything you want to say about it before we get the next randomly generated? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I've used this card too, and it does have some potential um when you like to play if you like to play theme decks yeah i mean not many cards in theme decks can handle that 180 damage so if you can get that going you know you're usually in the clear so yet again unfortunately that was the only galarian surfetched card we had the chance to talk about you know, I thought there may have been at least two, but I guess not. All right, so we're going to do our random Pokemon generator for next week. And we got Flaffy. Woo! Flaffy. <laughs> I like Flaffy. Uh, we talked about Flaffy last during the Christmas episode, that promo card with Flaffy and the presents. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't imagine Flaffy having too crazy of moves, maybe more psychological things like confusion and whatnot but uh we'll find out next week uh there's definitely more than one flaffy card i can tell you that but uh yeah we're gonna take a little bit of a break guys and we'll be right back 
up everybody we are back from our break ready to open some cards fully refreshed let's do this so uh, this week we have two packs of darkness ablaze that I recently picked up today Jill is gonna start off she's got a Senna scorch pack and I got a grim snarl opening up Senna scorch Ooh, green code card we don't like to see that okay to get this online, you can use this code 9Q7NZZ6LK4TPK. That is for Darkness of Blaze. What uh, energy are you thinking? Dark. I'm going to say electric. Electric. Wow. Good at that. So we have a Zalewis, a Fletchender, a Rare Fossil, a Spinark, a Spinarch, Spinarach, Spinarach, Bouncy, a Dunsparce, Dunsparce, Electric, Galarian, Mr. Mime, a Reverse Hollow, a Dartrix, and a dull caddy. <laughs> Big rare cat. Alright. Let's see what the Grim Snarl pack beholds. Something good, something good. White code. Thank God. Alright, so if you want to get this darkness ablaze pack online and hopefully get yourself a crowbat, you got six JG. BBCC WW94YQ. And that is for Darkness Ablaze. I'm going to rip this code so I don't put it in myself. I'm going to guess a dark energy just for the Crobat. Facts. I hope we get a Crobat. That would be really cool. And we got Grass Energy, Semipore, Lunatone. Dartrix, Mareep, Panseer, Snubble, Tauros, a Rookadee, a Reverse Hollow Relicanth, and a Hollow Caparaja. Woo! We'll take a Hollow. I feel like you don't get many from Darkness Ablaze. So I feel like when you get a white code, you're like, ooh, it's going to be a V. So we'll take the hollow Caparaja. We like elephants around here. Plus, they can't be affected by special conditions. So Adam Tuttle, you got nothing on this elephant. <laughs> All right. So those were our card openings for this week. Um, hopefully next week we have something a little more exciting for you guys. Hopefully we'll actually pull some gold. But uh, we're going to go into what did Jirachi do this week? And, uh, you know, not too eventful uh, too much this week. But uh, yesterday, I believe it was, our little old boy was uh, starting to mess with uh, one of the cats. And this cat is 10 specifically. She's blind in one eye. She's a big, fluffy cat. But Mind you, she... her name is 10. She's yeah, her not... name's 10. <laughs> She's but, not 10 uh, years old. <laughs> I think... Um, due to the fact she's blind, she's a little, you know, quick-tempered, 
So if uh, Jirachi comes over and starts breathing in her face, she might happen to, you know, throw a swipe or, you know, throw a few punches. But uh, basically, Jirachi was, you know, messing with Ten. And uh, he must have got hit in the face or something pretty good because he screamed like I've never heard before. It was like a, it was like a yelp plus a scream. But I, I was checking his face out, you know, I didn't see any marks or anything. I was keeping him away from the cat, because, you know, I don't want him to get scratched in the face or lose an eye, because cats can be dangerous. So, hopefully, you know, he won't start with 10 anymore, and they can become friends. But that's pretty much it for this week. There wasn't too much going on, you know. Overall, he's been pretty good boy, you know. He's not getting into any trouble this week, so we can all give him a round of applause. Good boy, Jirachi. <laughs> Alright, so that was it for what did Jirachi do this week. Yet again, not too eventful. Just he got into a little squarrel. I mean, a little quarrel. Quarrel. He got into a little uh, quarrel. 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 I'm going to have to edit that. Um, so now we're going to roll into Gotta Catch em All Pokemon products. Jill, you want to start? I was uh, originally going to talk about this um, a while ago, or, well, last week, and then, you know, we just decided to cut it a little bit short, but it is a Appleton, um, or Appleton, uh, life-size plush toy. It's from the Japanese Pokemon Center, and... It's about $85, but man, is this thing huge. You look at the pictures, and it's just a giant, big old apple pie dinosaur. It's almost the bottom picture you can see, not the very last one, but the second to last one, where it's by a chair. You could see it literally looks like a footrest for a chair. It's like that big. I wouldn't even know where to put this, but I love it. I love when they do the giant Pokemon things. I remember... Like, wanting, always wanting a giant Snorlax because, you know, you think, oh my god, it's so huge. Like, plus it's funny that it's life-size, so I'm assuming maybe this is the actual dimensions of yeah, Appleton. probably somewhere but... about. But, uh, yeah, this is really cool. I didn't even know they made things this big. But, uh, I also like Appleton as a Pokemon because, uh, there's a uh, applin and then you can in sword and shield depending on what you find i forget how to evolve it but there's two ways you can either evolve into appleton or flapple the weird dragon one but personally i like appleton way better he just looks so cute and friendly yeah he looks like he's just slow moving and <laughs> i don't know if you noticed but i like how that you can flip his eyes up and down and yeah make him look like eyes or ears <laughs> But uh, yeah, I like this pick. I didn't know that they made plushes this huge. So uh, yeah, if you know your way around the Japanese center, Japanese Pokemon Center, get yourself a life-size Appleton. Cool pick, cool pick. All right, so uh, my picks for this week, I was on the uh, English Pokemon Center, American Pokemon Center, whatever you want to call it. But uh, there was two bags that were in the new section that were just released. First, we have this Pokemon Active Duffel Backpack. It is $70, but looks like it's worth it. You know, it looks like you can hold a lot of stuff in there. Um, 
you know, whether you're going to the gym or, you know, however you want to use it, because it looks like there's two ways you can wear this. You can wear it as like a backpack style or you can switch it into the duffel bag and, you know, make it like a gym bag or a sports bag or something. But uh, it says it holds large gym accessories like shoes, clothes, towels. You know, it's very durable, dual zip closure and a roomy interior. And, you know, it's part of that active Pokemon collection. So you can also cap yourself some matching active clothes and really look good at the gym or something, you know. But uh, there was that that released and then there was another bag that released which is also a part of the active uh active clothing active wear whatever you want to call it but uh this one is a lot cheaper it's twenty dollars and it's a cross body bag you know it's one of those that you throw over your arm or something it's on the side of you i like these bags they're very comfortable and this one's you know pretty stylish it's got pikachu on it you know strap definitely looks durable it's not going to fall off you and uh yet again it's part of the active uh pokemon yeah i like how like uh collection not obvious it is for a pokemon product like i like how you just see in the little corner it's just a little pikachu yeah. so it's like I-, I like that look i like that it's not like in your face like hey i have a pokemon bag but yeah it's, it's really and it goes with um the clothes that, like you said, that I've talked about. Right, last, yeah, like it's part active. of that active Pokemon collection. So if you wanted to get some matching gym wear, yeah, you know, you can definitely match it up and look good. But yeah, like Joe was saying, the Pikachu isn't too visible on this one. So if you don't want people to know you're a super Pokemon nerd, maybe go with this one. But, you know, that's okay to be a super Pokemon nerd. Because we all are deep down inside. But, uh... Yeah, I like this bag. I would definitely get it. If you're going to a tournament or something, a card tournament, you can fit all your decks and stuff in there and look cool coming in. Put your pins on the strap, you know. Look like a true gym leader. Pokemon trainer. But uh, yeah, that was Gotta Catch em All Pokemon products for this week. We are going to roll into the trivia before we end the show. Uh, our trivia from last week was which Pokemon is number one on the original Pokemon decks? Jill, you want to give us the answer? Why can't I think of the name? Hold on. Is it Bulbasaur? Ding, ding, ding. It is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is number one out of the first original Pokemon. Number two being... Ivasaur, then Venusaur, and then it would be Squirtle's evolution. Or actually, I think Charmander's evolutions come next, and then Squirtle's. But yep, Bulbasaur is number one. So, we're going to go into our question for next week. Out of all the starter Pokemon, which one is the tallest at its final evolution? I... And I think this is from the original 151, again. But out of those three starter, out of Charmander, or I guess I should say out of Charizard, Venusaur, and Blastoise, which one is the tallest? Of the starter Pokemon? Yeah, the the final oh, evolution thought, of the starter Pokemon. I thought it was out of all 151. Because no, I was no. going to say, I think Like the three like, starters. Probably. But their final evolution. Probably Charizard. All right. All right. Like Charizard, so Jill's I feel Charizard, like the other but... two are like short i mean we'll find out we'll find out big but they don't stand tall but 
I feel like Charizard just stands up. We'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but that's going to be it for our episode this week. Uh, we will get the answer for that question next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you want to support us or help us out in any way you can, you can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a review. Five stars, five stars. It would help us very much. If you want to leave us a question, an opinion, anything you want to talk to us about, you can email us at pokeypodcastmon at gmail.com. That's P-O-K-E podcast, M-O-N at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to check us out at anchor.fm slash podcast, you can uh, leave a voice message or, you know, check out all our podcast notes on there, all the episodes, anything you want to do. But uh, that's going to be an episode. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Is there anything else you want to say before we close it out today, Jill? Oh, no, not really. Just, you know, have a good week, and we'll see you next week on the next episode. Heck yeah, we will. Uh, it's been a fun one, you know, kind of easy, laid-back episode, but I had fun doing it. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week, and you guys have a good rest of your day. <laughs>